This is the morning brief from the Economic Times. For the first time in recent history, the market's regulator, Securities Exchange Board of India or SEBI, ordered Baba Ramdev backed Ruchi Soya Industries to allow its investors to withdraw their bids. Following the order, around 14,000 applications from investors of the Ruchi Soya follow-on public offering stood cancelled. What prompted this unprecedented move? So the case of Ruchi Soya SPO, uh, a lot of uh, people, not just not ex- not specifically investors, but uh, normal people as well. So I got a message, and a lot of people that I know who are not necessarily investors as such, they also got messages. Okay, so this message said that Patanjali Parivar, I mean something like that, that a very good offer is there in the market wherein the Ruchi Soya FPO is there and it is at a 30% discount to the current market price. So if you want to apply, you can apply and here is the link to apply. That was Aditya Kondava, who is the Chief Operating Officer of JST Investments and writes on stock markets on Twitter for his 78,000 plus followers. He is amongst many who received a misleading promotional text message titled AXPTNSSC, basically from a PR firm in Gurgaon. Did the company Ruchi Soya send the messages? If so, is this even allowed? Who is at fault here legally? And what is the consequence of something like this? And how will this impact the retail investors? While the SEBI clamped down on just one incident, this is part of a larger, sophisticated and illegal trend wherein such stock tips or investments are influenced by popular finance and stock market influencers and content creators. In this episode, we will understand how dangerous is this for a retail investor like you and me and what can SEBI do to curb this. We try to answer these questions and leave you with some handy tips on how not to fall prey to all these practices. So stay tuned. It's Tuesday, the 5th of April. I'm your host, Bhavya Dilip Kumar, and you're listening to Stocks, Lies and Fake Tips on The Morning Brief. For this episode, I spoke with two popular finance content creators and educators, Aditya and Rachna Ranade, who spoke about their first-hand experiences. I also spoke with Moin Lada, who is a partner of Kaitan & Company, to understand the legal aspects of the issue. Ruchi Soya is not an isolated case, but what was different was that the clampdown by SEBI was stronger. Here is another unusual incident that happened with Aditya while he was going about his usual Monday morning. It was uh, 7th March, which was approximately a month back. Mondays are usually busy for us and uh, suddenly in the morning I receive a WhatsApp message from someone saying that we we would like to work with you. We are a finance marketing company and we represent uh, a company who wants you to tweet about them. Now, usually whenever a marketing company like this comes to me, I'm uh, extremely cautious. But then I, I'm really interested to know which are these companies that are 
trying to take the the different way of marketing their companies so i take up the conversation i tell them that yeah i'm extremely interested uh, to take this up and then they say that okay the company name the company's name is salasa technologies and then you would have to tweet out saying that ex- market experts uh, recommend you to buy this multi bagger stock now now the story gets uh, interesting more and more interesting because uh, just after that, i received that message after an hour i received one more message uh, which was something similar like this again i was quite curious uh, because i have never gotten uh, two messages two messages in a single day so i was i was just curious as to what was the second stock name and to my utter shock it was again solasat technologies and then after a few hours again i get a third message on twitter the this is a female uh, who says that she wants to uh, help her client get more visibility in the stock market and i give her my whatsapp number because again i'm curious i want to really know that which is the third company and when she whatsapps me from the forward i say that let me guess uh, your uh, client name is salasa technologies and then she just sent me a laughing smile but did influencers fall for this and tweet about it in the case of salasa a lot of influencers did tweet this out and it, it was 99% similar tweet comma bhi same comma bhi same place pe tha in fact and i would say that it was like a kind of a good reveal party wherein a lot of people also understood ki theek hai kon who is pikau and who is not pikau and i would say it's a very big mistake on the part of the influencer marketing agency as well wherein they caught up with 1500 influencers and they told them to tweet out the same thing but all of that aside it it, it is a very uh, serious uh, question that should be asked asked by the stakeholders of this company i mean why was such a thing done and why was such a thing done on a single day with similar tweets with such less gaps right so i mean it casts serious doubts on the company aditya what is actually the consequence here for the investor and like you and me what happens is that uh, when you read twitter uh, when you read uh, a lot of twitter threads on the companies so automatically you're forming a subconscious view about the company when you would have, when you have so many twitter influencers tweeting about the company saying that this is a multi bagger stock so automatically a subconsciously form ho jata hai okay so many people are talking about it is it worth it if some investors are actually they do they, do, they really care about their investments they would go and read about the company okay if someone would have done that then they, they would have seen that the financial condition of the company is not that great okay the cash flows are not good but baki jo shortcuts lete hain they would have seen that okay iske upar itni charcha ho rahi hai let's go ahead and buy the stock so there was a single tweet about the company right but just because an influencer tweeted about it people saw that okay this guy has uh, 10 lakh followers this guy has 1 lakh followers so automatically they take their number of followers as a proxy for the knowledge that they have or the hold over the subject While an investor who bought stocks of Salasa was actually buying a company that's not financially sound, the stock price did go up, benefiting some operators who pushed for this and would have probably sold their stock at a profit after all. What really happened on the second day was the Salasa stock price was up quite heavily. I don't remember how much the quantum, but it was quite a heavy move. this is a clear example of what happens when a lot of people talk about a stock and then the investor interest becomes high and then that investor interest can translate into buying now on twitter also it has happened a lot of time wherein some stocks were discussed quite heavily uh, were quite widely and then the stock prices went up a lot aditya so is there a pattern that these agencies or whoever is promoting this is following do you see that i mean what kind of stocks are being pushed like this 
Yeah, so so I have a few more influencer friends. Okay. So I have been told by them that they have also gotten some messages wherein uh, they have been asked to tweet about small cap companies or mid cap companies. Now the playbook over here would be that you find out a stock which is illiquid. By illiquid, I mean that the number of shares available in the market to buy openly for everyone are quite low. Now what happens is that since the inherently the number of shares to buy are low, if someone someone talks about the stock and it reaches a mass audience and people buy it like there's no tomorrow, the stock prices are expected to go up like mad because the supply is very low. Law of demand and supply. The prices are going to shoot up a lot. And I tried to connect to a few numbers through which some influencers received these messages. And guess what? There was no response from them. I also spoke with Rachana Ranade, a finance content creator on YouTube with close to 3 million subscribers. Rachna didn't really receive a request to promote a stock. Something more outrageous happened to her. So I, I have my own Telegram channel and it has around 1,61,000 subscribers, right? And I got to know from few of my other subscribers or followers saying that, Hey, Rachna, we joined your Telegram channel. And someone took us 25,000 rupees from us. So could you please help me to refund the same? So I was like, which, which rupees? What did you pay for? They're like, we paid for uh, daily tips and we paid for tips regarding cryptos. And we thought that, and we were promised that something like we'll get double the money that we have invested and all that. So that was the reason why we thought of investing. Plus we feel that if you're ch joining your channel, then it's a trusted name and all that. That's why we paid it. I said, at least you should have checked how many followers or how many subscribers the channel has. So the other guy told my team that the other channel has also more than one lakh subscribers. So this is where even I was like, oh my God, this is serious. Like the, the fraudster is going neck to neck with number of subscribers as I'm having. The fraudster is using the exact same name that I'm using on my Telegram channel. Whatever I'm posting on my Telegram channel, exact same is being copy pasted on the fraudster's Telegram channel. It's just that in addition to that, that person is posting certain tips and also charging money to, to the followers on, on that person's channel. Now, the same old story was happening on Instagram as well. The moment any person used to follow me on Instagram, fraudsters used to DM that person who followed me. And once some rapport is built, then uh, that uh, I have started the service wherein I give intraday tips and all that, la la la. And uh, I'm doing this for a nominal fee of so much rupees. So uh, when and so many people have fallen as a trap to such conversations. Now this was happening till I had a verified tip on my Insta handle. Questioning the timing of such instances, Aditya told me that the rise of social media influencers that influence the stock investments, people's FOMO or fear of missing out on investment and a bull market with high liquidity are some reasons for this. To understand the legal aspects of the issue, I called up Moin Lada, partner at Ketan & Company. I asked Moin what has been Sebi's stand so far in instances either like Ruchi Soya, where it is alleged that the company itself sent the message, or be it through marketing agencies who are trying to pump the prices. Also, let's say if someone beat an investor or someone is endorsing an unverified stock, are they at risk too? The Securities Exchange Board of India has laid down very clear rules of what the disclosures need to be 
how the documents and offer related information needs to be shared with the public and how those statements need to be backed up with actual evidence see if i if i'm a company and i make a a promise that you're going to gain a certain profit or i make any futuristic statements that is uh, going to fall foul of the sebi regulations and uh, so this this risk is already you know, sort of being considered by the securities regulator and they have created rules around it the second scenario is that there would be a group of uh, people who want to sort of uh, manipulate the price of a certain share and uh, if they were to encourage people to buy a certain stock which is a very very nominally priced stock with a huge promise of gain here there can be again two scenarios one could be that this is just a manipulation to increase the price and those group of people will exit at the right time public will lose even whatever they have actually invested and the second category is that there may be really some information which is confidential information and which is going to have a bearing on the price of shares for instance there is some new transaction new investor new appointment anything that will increase the value of shares sharing of this information is illegal basis the sebi regulations and purchasing shares and making profit basis this information is also illegal and not permitted and will be a violation of the law so at one end where you make profit at the second end you will end up making a Uh, sort of you being exposed to an investigation by the securities exchange board of india so for the public getting or acting on any of these tips or messages has multiple risk involved and therefore uh, one needs to be extremely careful and mindful before relying on acting on any of these messages but moin tells me that cracking down on social media stock tips isn't that simple till today with end to end encryption it has been extremely difficult to who know who is the originator and which is why there has been the new set of digital media rules which have now made it compulsory for any social media intermediary who's uh, got a you know a big subscriber base to provide the details of the originator but providing that takes away the whole end to end encryption story and which is why they have challenged it in the high court and if i'm not wrong that is something that's pending currently as we speak a pending decision of the courts so do instances like these call for social media apps to agree to share the originator data even though it's been highly debated apart from the data that social media apps can provide what are some resources at the disposal of sebi and stock exchanges to curb such issues so the digital media rules have laid an obligation on social media applications to share the originator data but the issue and the reason why this has been challenged and is pending is because the moment something of this nature gets accepted then is it really an end to end encryption is it really going to be as juicy anymore because the today the world believes that if they have sent a message on an internet based chat application then this is going to be completely protected and secured and whatever cases or information we see in the media is only when the devices come in the hand of the investigating agencies at the moment data is not coming through but there is certain measures that the uh, sebi has taken today 
they the stock exchanges have created a platform where they have created a cell phone number and an email address where you can share any such tips that come to you and they will then publish it on the website to say that these are the red alert tips please don't rely on them so if there is an intelligent public shareholder who goes and keeps a track on stock exchange websites or sebi websites where they are creating a lot of programs for investor awareness in different regional languages as well then they would be aware that these are messages that i shouldn't be acting and relying upon that being said we are living in the world where there are so many credit card for fraud so many financial frauds that are happening through phone calls so i'm still very very concerned and worried about tier 2 cities and cities where people will not really go back and keep a track on the sebi or stock exchange list or until that particular message or information features on this list the risk will continue to be there and uh, with the number of users tracking sharing data asking for data is going to get more and more challenging every day so it's only with awareness for investors and greater investor ed- education can we protect them cracking down sms's or text messages like in the case of ruchi soya is comparatively easier and faster with strong regulation in place however coming down strongly on social media is a challenge be it tracing the originator or accessing data from these platforms there is still a long way to go to curb issues like this after all as rachna puts it this is just a small drop in the ocean and the crimes are getting more sophisticated by the day making them difficult to trace and curb however the government and sebi are working on this challenge In fact, SEBI recently met with the finance ministry to discuss ways to trace and take action against unverified and unregistered stock advices on social media. The larger responsibility of being aware and conscious of the issues still remains with individual investors. Before we wrap up, here are a few quick tips from Moin and from Aditya to help the investors. So number one, whenever you are investing your hard-earned money, just put say five or ten percent more hard work to make sure that you are putting it in the right place. You know, just because someone else has said that it is good does not mean it is good. You also research about the stock, and you see, uh, just see if it if that particular stock fits into your portfolio. See, first of all, there are no free lunches. I mean, you can't be that lucky one who's received a tip to make a great profit and change your fortune. Okay, so one needs to verify the source. my my suggestion would be that if this is come as an unknown source or is it come as a general forward then one should totally ignore that if they really really find it interesting they should consult their financial advisor and understand whether there are their actual fundamentals in what is being claimed there if they find that uh, after discussion with these advisors that there is nothing really fundamental and this is just a baseless comment or a baseless prediction then the uh, request is that they should send it immediately to the notified numbers of the stock exchanges so that the others can be protected from this risk and this fraud and the third thing is they shouldn't be forwarding this onward because there is one thing i must warn everybody you may be very intelligent you don't take an action you don't invest you protect your money but if you forwarded it the mere forwarding of that message is also an offense if it had any confidential information or if it facilitated in manipulation of the price so you yourself as a person sending that message will be implicated into an investigation for no reason whatsoever so 
that is also the last step that one should do that don't forward it thanks so much moin aditya and rachna that's all from us today you've been listening to stocks lies and fake tips on the morning brief I'm your host Bhavya Dilip Kumar signing off. Thank you for listening. Producers of this episode: Surbi Modi from the Economic Times and Soundarya Jayachandran from Avas. Sound editor: Swati Joshi from Avas. Executive producer: Arijit Bhaman. If you like this episode, please make sure to share it on your social media. The Morning Brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Have a great day. All clips used in this episode belong to their respective owners. Credits are in the description box.